TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. It's fucking quiz time with Ray and Max. Since we're still in Ricky and Ricky and Clive's thing with friends. It's a well, is it a WWE? Yeah, it's a WWE. It's a fucking Roman Reigns quiz. I could not still and use that still use their gimmick without using their song. It's, I hope it's I brought a you homage. Joy. It's a homage to our buddies Ricky and Clive. We miss we love their you faces. Yeah. Yes, we do. Um, welcome here, Trauma. AKA Chair Shot Radio, aka Midweek Mainstay, aka the flagship. I said it. Damn it. Um, this is your boy oh, Ray. You gonna get in trouble. Uh, I get in trouble enough. <laughs> uh this is Ray Cash, aka Rants. I'm with my brother, Mr. Mags, the Podfather. Kablam! He should. Would it be? Wouldn't it be hilarious if WWE trademarked the boom so he had to change it? Like, remember, like Kurt Angle did. He couldn't say it's damn true, it's damn real. Oh, if you have to go, whoopee! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up, brother? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, finally recovering over the the hard, hard weekend with UFC and All Out, and then our two hour uh, Radio Techers uh, live reaction stream, which uh, was so much fun, so so much fun. Uh, what a what a great weekend! Fantastic weekend, one of the best weekends of the year, easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's time for you to pull your black country, like your black country brethren, Pete Dunn. And move stateside, brother. I think it's time. Do you think? Do you think I should do a, a Volta? I think you should do a Volta, a, a Pete Dunne, a Kaylee Ray. I think it's time, man. I think it's time. I'll, I'll talk to my agent, aka Mrs. Banks. Uh, <laughs> she may not agree, but we'll we'll see. I'm sure I get cussed out. Yes, <laughs> she likes me now. She might not like me after that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, man, uh, a lot going on here at the chair shot, a lot going on here at, uh, between me and Mags here at, uh, head trauma and, uh, got a lot of ideas for you, but some things are changing. You'll hear about them as they go. Mm-hmm. So we decided let's have some fun today, right? Mags is going on vacation next week. Yes. Very, very week. deserved. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm not normally a vacation kind of person, but uh, especially the lead up to it, I enjoy being on vacation, um, but I'm more excited about this one because it's been a long ass time. It's like been two years since we've we've essentially left our hometown for more than a day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this one. We're not going uh, anywhere crazy. Uh, Turkey's still on the on the red fly list, so we can't go there, uh, which is a shame. We can't wait for that uh, to reopen for, for us here in the UK. But, uh, yeah, a few days away, uh, rest and relaxation, 
uh, plenty of whisker uh, watching football in the pub. Yeah, I'm I'm down for that. Yes, if you don't know, Mr. Mags has become a sommelier, apparently. <laughs> I try. I absolutely try. <laughs> I've actually found that I don't even like Scottish whiskey that much because it tastes like soil. I like American yeah. whiskies and bourbons. They are the shit. Yeah, we get you drunk. I've got a peanut you know butter flavored one. You know, the craziest, now it isn't a whiskey, it's a vodka, but the craziest liquor I've ever had in my life is called uh, um, uh, Fruity Something, but it's it basically tastes just like Fruit Loops. Okay. Sounds and good. it gets you fucked up quickly. I've, I've once had a, a whiskey called, uh, a vodka called Zabrovka, which was made with a uh, bass and grass from Poland, and the wife banned me from drinking that ever again because... Yeah, I was fucked. Yeah, that's how we do out here. Yes, <laughs> there's no, there's no need, there's no other purpose for for liquor out here other than to get you drunk. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we're gonna have a little fun this week since he's going on vacation, well deserved, and uh, a lot of crazy wrestling going on. And I mean, all over here on the chair shot, all over on our sister station at uh Radio Techers, you can get all the wrestling content you want. We're going to have some fun today. And an homage to the greatest segment I've ever heard on a wrestling podcast from the Ricky and Clive show, Quiz Time. We decided that we're going to have a little quiz time here on Chair Shot Radio. So what you, you think? Did. Yeah, I think it's a... Uh... I think it's a long overdue. I've missed Ricky and Clive, and I've missed the quizzes. I haven't uh, been able to kind of play along uh, and and pretend I got all the answers right. Um, so yeah, I thought a, a cool little homage to our our missing brothers in action. Hopefully, it'll tease them to to come out of hiding uh, and come back to creating because we genuinely do miss them. They are we not only great, them. yeah, we, they're not only great creators, but they're also really cool people, and it's a pleasure to to know them. So yeah, come back, Ricky and Clive. You are you are greatly missed. Baby, come back. <laughs> um so I, I'm not going that far. <laughs> so um we don't have to do buzzers since it's just me and you. <laughs> Which is the that's part of the fun is the buzzer. But um I I'm gonna tell my chosen category, which is the whole reason that Max brought up this idea in the first place. I'm getting quizzed on the head of the table. Mm-hmm. My tribal chief, the reigning, defending, undisputed universal heavyweight champion of the world, Roman Reigns. Because you're the biggest Roman Reigns stand that I know. So I I'm up there. Would, yeah, I'm, I'm on would, the list. It would be apropos for you to have a Roman Reigns quiz. And I haven't done any. I haven't done any research. I haven't done any practice. I haven't done any of that. I'm just cold turkey. Yeah, but you have a, a, a photographic memory for, for <laughs> facts and shows, something that is shockingly accurate. I mean, every time I've gone up against you in quiz, I have been demolished. So nothing's going to change in this one. <laughs> well, luckily, we're not answering the same question. Mm-hmm. Would you like to tell them what your category was that you chose? And I instantly 
instantly regretted it. I chose uh, the the McMahon versus Austin feud, uh, and I chose that because we kind of build into that uh, uh, pretty soon on the changing attitude. And I've been watching a lot of uh, the the older Raws, and I think I'm a bit of an expert in it. I'm not. I'm definitely, definitely not, and I'm going to get pretty much all of these questions wrong. But what's the fun in in not taking part, Max? What, pray tell, is a change in attitude? Uh, well, a change in attitude is one of the best shows you can listen to here on Change uh, the Chair Shot. Um, it's Tanner uh, and Ore, two of my uh, teammates over at Radio Techers. We go back and watch uh, Attitude Era Raw, starting from King of the Ring 1996, and every week we criti- critique it in a 2021 style Um It's been hard watching. Not can't lie <laughs> that 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 mid nineteen ninety six is not the best stuff, but there's a lot of comedy and a lot of uh, uh, critical analysis to be had there. I mean, we're getting to the part where Barry Windham came back as a stalker, so that's fun. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just Shout cool. Out to Fake Razor. That he is literally just turned up uh, on the episode that, that Tanner and I recorded um, uh, this week. He has just turned up, so that'll be dropping in about three weeks or so. Uh, but we're getting to the whole uh, Jim Ross uh, being called a liar by uh, Gorilla Monsoon. Uh, we've, we've, we've got that dropping, I think it's either this week's or next week's episode. So, yeah, it's, uh, we're getting to the fun stuff. But yeah, it's just great having having the time to chat wrestling with uh, two amazing creators and, and riding their coattails and, and putting out a, a quality podcast in the meantime. Hey, that's that's all that's all that Mags and I have done our whole careers. Is <laughs> it's, great it's all I'm doing right now. <laughs> hey, okay. So who wants to go first? You want me to go first? You want to go first? Because we'll, we'll do one now. We'll take a break and then we'll come back and do the other. Okay. Um, I'll I'll let you go first, so okay. I know what kind of benchmark I've got to beat. Okay. So when Fair I get enough. to zero. I know that you beat me by a certain number. <laughs> well, you definitely look. I I I purposefully didn't go like super hard because that would have been unfair. <laughs> so you, know you dumbed mean? it down for me. <laughs> Is that I what mean, you're I, saying? Not in so many words, well, but <laughs> what what was McMahon's first name? <laughs> what company was Austin versus McMahon held in? <laughs> <laughs> So, right, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Let's go. Shout out to the big dog. I guess if I had a buzzer, it would probably have to be for the purposes of this. Acknowledge me. That's cool. I mean, you can definitely say that before each answer if you want. Uh, so there's going to be 10 questions. Um, there's there's some uh, questions where you'll get leeway because they, they, they're maybe time-based. Um, mm. uh, but uh, we'll we'll play it, to, uh, play it by ear as, we, as and when we get to them. So, question one: The Shield, uh, the the faction that Roman was uh, was a part of when he uh, first entered WWE, uh, yes. they split on uh, June second, two thousand and fourteen, uh, when uh, Seth Rollins aligned himself with the Authority. Mm-hmm. So, after this had occurred, when was the first time that Roman lost a televised? one-on-one match.
Fuck. One on one. One on one. I mean, going through his cage match, he didn't lose hardly any matches at all. Um, yes. It, for for about two years after this has happened, uh, but he he did lose uh, some one on ones. But when was the first? Okay. He I was he he beat Big Show in that last man standing match. So was it Sheamus? Is that are you asking or telling? It's got to be Sheamus. Okay, so he lost at Night of Champions 2014 to Seth uh, via countout, if you remember. Oh, okay. Yep. But that wasn't his first. He lost to Rusev on the SmackDown before that via DQ. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, never would have got that. Great question. Fantastic question. <laughs> That's the level. That's the level you're getting at. Okay, let's go. I'm I'm ready now. Yes. Okay, so question two. Roman is a WWE Grand Slam champion. So to qualify as a Grand Slam champion, you have to have held uh, a version of a a WWE uh, top main roster title, so the world uh, or the the universal as it is now, you have to have held both mid-card titles, so that's the RC and the US, and you have to have held um, an iteration of a tag title. Um, so what I want from you is in what order did Roman Reigns complete these requirements to be a Grand Slam champion? Well, tag was first, for sure. Okay. Be, him and Seth beat Hell No. At that That's correct. That year. Um, Tron member was the U.S. T- title before he won the world title because he won the world title for the first time. No, U.S. title was was next. No. I'll let you finish. I feel like the U.S. title was next. I'm going to go tag U.S. world and IC. And I may have IC and U.S. flipped. Okay, so the tags there, won, he won on the 19th of May, uh, 2013. The U.S., he won on the 25th of September, 2016. Mm-hmm. The RC was last uh, that was on the 20th of November, 2018. Uh, and the world, he won on the 22nd of November, 2015. So, he so I got won the world the... and the U.S. switched? So, okay. so he, he actually won the world card before he won any of the the, uh, the, the big cards, which is mm-hmm. a really cool way of doing it. So, uh, not not the best of starts, but I'm sure you'll you'll probably nail this one. Uh, I'm going if to give I go over ten, my god! Yeah, I'll have to take away your Roman Reigns stand card. You will have to be um, a Sheamus fan from now on. No, I Baron, say Baron Corbin. Baron I Corbin. love Baron Corbin. Give me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Baron Corbin. Who else we got? Okay, you have to be a fan of Karrion Cross in his raw gimmick as it is now. I don't hate it. It's not oh, great, God. but I don't hate God, it. God, man. Right, question three. <laughs> Out of Roman's single title runs, his longest is his current one. 
it's monumental. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, an amazing run. No signs of stopping in the, in the near future. Uh, but taking that one out of the picture, which of his title runs was the longest? He notoriously was a very, very short world champion. So it can't be mm -hmm. one of those. Um, I know he had a very, very good U.S. title run, but I want to say it was the IC title that he held the longest. It's U.S. Talk myself out of it. Talk myself out of it. He held the U.S. title for a minute, though. I know that. It was 100, like six 106 days. Yeah. Yeah. So... Next, um, so who did Roman beat for that US towel? And then who did he drop the towel to? He beat Rusev, didn't he? He beat Rusev, correct, at Class of Champions. Who did he lose it to? Mm -hmm. and it's, it's a very interesting match. It's not normally the kind of match you would lose a towel in. Would you like some more clues? It was it was on yeah. an episode of Raw. Yeah. And it is it's it was in a two on one handicap match. Okay. Was it Ziggler? No. He he dropped it in January of twenty seventeen. So what was going on in January of twenty seventeen? I'm shitty when it comes to years. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're in 2021, right? Mm -hmm. So 2021 was WrestleMania 37. So Correct. 2020 was WrestleMania 36. 20, this is how I got to remember. I don't remember years. I remember WrestleManias. Mm -hmm. Literally, I don't remember anything that happened in any year in, from the year in wrestling. I have to go by the WrestleMania. So, uh, 37 was, was 2021, 36, 2020, 35, 2019, 34, 33, right? So going in WrestleMania 33, that's, that is going into Orlando. That was the taker match. So the two on one. The, the two in the match were in a, an important storyline of their own. Oh, uh, Chris Jericho. It was Chris Jericho. Who was his partner? Kevin Owens. Correct. We've, we're off the board, sir. We are off the board. Um, so, question five. According to top shagger Dave Meltzer, what is Roman Reigns' highest rated match? It was the Fatal 4-Way. Not Fatal. Yeah, the Fatal 4-Way at SummerSlam. Correct. With uh, him, Strowman, Joe, and Brock. Yes. Is it, it like 4-7-5, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm a See, you're on a run now. You are on a run. Uh, so, question six. Uh, speaking of Brock Lesnar, how many times has Roman faced Brock Lesnar, the beast incarnate, in a one-on-one -on -one match? My final answer is too many. Okay. <laughs> okay. 31, 34, Jamming the Sand in Saudi Arabia, and SummerSlam. So, four times. Correct. See, you're, you're starting to smash it now. Um, question seven. Uh, Roman Reigns is also one of a handful of wrestlers who's won the Royal Rumble. Uh, if you remember, he won in 2015. Yes. Um, but who was in the final four 
uh, with Roman in that that Royal Rumble match? It was Big Show, Kane, and Ambrose. Oh, oh Rusev, 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 Rusev. I, I will Rusev. give you that. It was Rusev. Rusev. Yeah. Yes, because it was he, he was on the ground. He was on the ground. Yes, mm-hmm. there was there was a tag team at the end, and then yes, Rusev came out last. Yes, he was. Yes, Rusev was the last guy. Yeah. It, so according to Roman's Wikipedia page, who does he consider to be his wrestling idol? Why you gotta make me say this out loud? Don't make me say this out loud. A shout out to Ricky and Clive. Red fucking heart, man. <laughs> hey, right. everybody ain't perfect, dog. Everybody ain't perfect. Exactly, exactly. I mean, Brett Hart was cool. He was, he was a good adult to have. At least he was wholesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. It's really cool that a dude who's that big, that explosive, gives a shit about somebody who cares about his execution that much. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. So yeah. So question nine, and this is a this is a long one. So you're gonna have to uh, listen along. Um, so Raw after WrestleMania 33. Now WrestleMania 33 is where Roman beat Taker. Um, on that Raw, Roman delivered probably his most famous promo ever. This is my yard now. Five words, five amazing words. So uh, I'm talking the WWE Network version. Uh, one that I'm sure you have gone back and watched multiple times. Um, so we actually the show starts at two minutes forty eight seconds. Cut into the crowd, and there's a a massive Undertaker chant uh, that eventually morphs into a like dueling chant with uh, "Fuck You, Roman." Um, so Roman's music actually hits at five minutes twenty six. Instant booze. Instant you suck. Delete. Asshole, go away chance, and every time he puts his the mic towards his mouth, the boos get louder. There's even a point where he mutters about having the crowd in the palm of his hand. <laughs> but what I want to know is how long does this booing last from Roman's music hitting to Roman saying those five very, very important words. And I'm going to give you a leeway of 30 seconds. So how many, how long does that booing last? I'm going to say 10 minutes. It was about 10 minutes. Oh, I mean, it's not far off. It's actually seven minutes and seven seconds of pure okay. hatred for Roman. So it starts at 5 minutes 26 and it's 12 minutes and 33 seconds before he can even say it's a most, word. It's the most amazing thing. It's it's crazy how he literally, every time you would bring his mic close to his mouth, they get louder and then you pull it back. Mm-hmm. And then it, it was masterful crowd uh, control. Masterful. It's, it's so, so good. Um, so last question. Um how long after beating Undertaker and claiming that it was his yard now did it take for Roman to become the Universal Champion? Okay. So, this is 33. <laughs> April right? the 2nd, 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. 
at 34, he fought Brock for the title. Who won the Shinsuke won the Rumble that year? He didn't win it that year. It was a whole nother year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 35 was. He, he got sick. So, so you're saying he didn't win it in 2018 at all? Is that what you're saying? I don't remember him winning it between WrestleMania 33 and WrestleMania 34. Right, so that would take you from April the 2nd of 2017 to April of 2018. Yes. So, so, so he won it to... after that, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because when, where, he was did, sick. Where, where did he win it? Um, uh, SummerSlam. When he beat Brock. Correct. So I remember the... he got sick that year. He had to give the belt up. Correct. Yeah. So... He, it was actually in, in 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 time. It was a year, four months, and seventeen days from him declaring it was his yard to it actually being his yard. I and they said that Roman is over pushed, right? But how many title shots in there did Seth Rollins get? Mm-hmm. So um, at, let's tot up your scores. You got um, one, two, three, four. You got five out of ten. I think that's actually a very good score, considering how difficult and accurate those questions were. Yeah, it was tough. Those those tough questions, very very good questions. And I, you, I hope you can literally see that how my brain works. You could tell me a year all day long. That don't mean shit to me. What mm-hmm. WrestleMania was it that year? <laughs> and then I can break it down after that. So well, instead of saying the year. Yeah, the WrestleMania, um, WrestleMania 10, that year, but not that pay-per-view, something else happened in that year. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, boom, literally. I I, I got to think of what well, WrestleMania was that year. Okay, but who main evented that WrestleMania? Well, okay, well, he was who main evented, but who won the Rumble? Okay, well, that's what happened in January. That's how it's really, it's crazy. So it's essentially a timeline. You, you, you're literally scooting through the network on your timeline. 100%. My wrestling years start. From WrestleMania, WrestleMania, not from January to December. Um, five out of five, I'll take that. You're gonna beat my score though. You're gonna beat me. Well, we'll see. I, I have literally got Alzheimer's when it comes to to wrestling knowledge. <laughs> well, we'll see after, after these the short messages. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. They do that on the on the you know on the game shows while we're gone. You can go to ProWrestlingTeams.com slash the chair shot. Go buy some nice uh, merchandise from your boys. You know, we got a little everything for you. Uh, maybe a change in attitude shirt coming soon. Possibly. You could definitely go get a hashtag journalism shirt. That's out there. And a Baron uh, Coleman Sook shirt. Every dollar that you spend on that dollar on, on that shirt, we will give the proceeds to us. But nonetheless, still, go 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 check it out. You'll find there's there's something you'll like. I guarantee it. Yeah, and and, and Ray's is is jesting there, but it, it really does go towards bringing you more uh, diverse and interesting content. Uh, so you're essentially keeping the lights on. So I'll definitely go and check out our pro wrestling tees uh, site, and and if you've got a few books spare, buy a t-shirt. Please and thank you. 
Thank you, please. please. Shalom. Shalom. (laughs) We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code chairshot. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Well, Mags, your day of reckoning has come. <laughs> you want to give me very difficult Roman Reigns question. How long did they boo him when he made what the fuck? No, so legitimately, Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. I tried to make them as answerable as possible. They're not all easy. But they're all answerable, especially for someone who's gone back and watched like you have. So let's start off. Number one. What city was WWE in the first time that Stone Cold Steve Austin hit Mr. McMahon with the stunner? <sighs> I would not ask this question if it was Poughkeepsie or, you know what I'm saying, or Kalamazoo. Like, it's a big city. It's a mm-hmm. big, it's a big stadium, or it's, I mean arena. Yeah. So, I've actually watched the uh, the Austin versus McMahon two part rivalries um, documentary on on the network recently. Great show, definitely go and check it out if you if you're into that that whole attitude era of, of wrestling. Definitely go and check that out. So I remember this happening. Um. <sighs> Keep going back to thinking it was at MSG. So I'm going to go with New York. Spot on. New York in Madison Square Garden. Well done. <sighs> Point Mags. Thank you very much. Number two. This one might be a little more difficult. This might be the most difficult question. How many times has Stone Cold and Vince McMahon fought in a singles match. Okay. So, there's the obvious one at St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That was in okay. uh, in the steel cage. Um, and, uh, and they specifically said on the documentary how they, they kept this feud fresh by limiting the actual con- the, the combat between the two. Uh, yes. this, this story was a year before they even got into any kind of um, physicality. But I do remember 
there being at least one more match. And I'm sure there was a with your arms tied behind your back match because Vince made him tie the stunner arm behind his back. So I'm saying two. Very close. Both of those are correct. But there was one more match that they had that ended in disqualification. Or rather, I should say a no contest. Um, but no, the the match you're talking about with their with his arm tied behind his back, dude love came back. Yeah. Great. I I forgot about that till I read about it. So fantastic. Very close. And if that's the hardest, if that's the hardest, uh, um, I may, I'm confident that I may get a decent score. I try to tell you, you'll be fine. Number three. Why did Stone Cold take Mr. McMahon hostage and threaten to shoot him? I don't even remember. I remember it happening, but I don't remember. I don't remember why. So this is going to be plucked out of left field. Oh. I, I I can't think of an answer. I'm going to have to pass, and it's going to kill me. Oh, worst you can do is well, get it wrong. If you pass, you get it wrong anyway. I I want to say it was to get his smoking skulls title belt back. That's not a bad guess, and it's not right. But it's not. Bad. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's not a bad guess. He was fired. <laughs> Mr. McMahon mm-hmm. fired him. And that's how he got his job back and got a one-on-one title match. I remember now. It's one of those things where you know it, but you can't yeah, get the words out and you need to hear it, yeah. Hey, two questions with the title range with Roman. I knew him, but I just talked myself mm-hmm. out of it. I understand. All right. Number four. At the 1999 Royal Rumble, where did the members of the corporation leave Stone Cold Steve Austin Lang? I'm sure he was ambushed in the ladies' bathroom. Spot on. It literally the women's bathroom. Hilarious. Well done. It was such okay. a good rumble as well. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Um, number two. Number five. I'm sorry. You're two for two. Number five. What segment? Did Stone Cold Steve Austin interrupt with driving the the Zamboni, in which he subsequently was arrested? Right, there was a time. Remember, he he drove a whole bunch of different vehicles, but this is the one time he drove the Zamboni. Yeah, and I remember there being a title belt in the ring in a display case. If I remember in the right segment. Was it the coronation of Kane as champion? I don't want to tell you. I don't want to give you wrong because you described it perfectly. But it wasn't the coronation of Kane as champion. Was it a, a new belt? No. No, because um, he got the new belt the day after he won at WrestleMania 14. And... <sighs> I can't get past thinking it was to do with Kane's coronation. 
It has to do with Kane. But what it was was Stone Cold had the triple threat with Taker and Kane, and Taker and Kane couldn't fight each other. So when they beat him, they decided to both pin him at the same time. And the segment was to see what happened with championship, which why they had it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to give you the answer to that because you described every single bit of it. So I'm going to give it to you. No, no, no. I don't need any freebies. I was wrong. Well, you were half, you were more than half right. You literally described the entire scene, the person involved. You just didn't mention Taker. That's like more than half right. If I'm still five out of ten at the end, I'll take the point. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Number six. What match did the beer truck moment lead towards? Clearly, it's a big match. It wasn't, you know, him versus Midian on Sunday Night Heat or nothing. It was a big match. And the the whole of the corporation was was in the ring, all got wet. Hmm. Why am I thinking the six-man Hell in a Cell match? I'm thinking that. I'm gonna go over the six man Hell in a Cell match. Oh, Mags, Mags, Mags! You're that's way you years, but you're you. <laughs> see, Alzheimer's wrestling, Alzheimer's. It's an actual <laughs> thing. It was this was the Raw before WrestleMania 15. Oh <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I was hoping you'd catch it. Because the three people in the ring were Vince, Vince Shane, Shane, and Rocky with the belt. Mm-hmm. Oh, Magazine. Oh, so let down. So let down. See, I'm going on the opposite trajectory of you. I started hot, and now I'm dipping. <laughs> all right, let's get back on track. Number seven, all right? You ready? What pay-per-view did Austin put his 50% stake in the company up against Shane and Vince's 50% stake in a ladder match. What was the name of the pay-per-view? Okay. So he got his 50% of owning the company when Linda and Stephanie told Vince that they didn't actually own 50% each. They, it was equal shares and they gifted theirs to Austin. Yes, he became the CEO in Kayfabe. And he said he was willing to give that up for a for a chance to fart fart Vince. Hmm. So let's go with backlash. Mags. King of the Ring. Oh, I'm letting myself okay. down now. You you can get some credit back with the fans. So this isn't part of the questions, but just you can get some credit back with our listeners. How did Stone Cold lose that match? They raised the. Did they raise? No, that was a different match. No, that's it. They raised, they raised the briefcase. Yeah. Or the because, because it was always suspected that it was Shane that raised it. 
Um, it couldn't have been Shane because it was oh, Vince and Shane versus mm -hmm. it was Boss Man. It was Big Boss Man. Yeah. All right. Well, this was definitely this. Now, nah, if you don't get this one. What was Steve's real name? <laughs> oh, I was about to say, what was what was Steve Austin's nickname? No. Uh, <laughs> um, number eight. How did Stone Cold get into the that WrestleMania 15 championship match versus The Rock? How did he get to that match? Because if you remember, he didn't win the Rumble. Okay, so he'd um, he'd won the previous Rumble, and he. Uh, he came second. Well, he, he was eliminated last by Vince. I think he drew number one, and Vince uh, Vince was gifted number two by Shawn Michaels, who was commissioner. Um, the night after the Rumble, Vince was crowing about having a title shot, but then he uh, he gave up all rights and privileges to uh, his opportunity. Then I'm sure on the screen we get uh, Shawn Michaels saying that uh, as Vince had give up. Uh, the the rats that they would go to the person who finished second in the rumble, and that was Mister Mister Austin. So that's how he did it by finishing second in the Royal Rumble. I mean, no, <laughs> he wouldn't because he was gifted it by the commissioner Shawn Michaels after Vince had absolved uh, himself of ownership of the the title shop. So you remember that correctly, but you don't remember the part after that. All of that yeah, happened. Okay, yeah. He put the, he then put that on the line for a match against Vince in a steel cage, which happened on St. Valentine's Day Massacre, and then we got the debut of No More BS, Tall Paul White. Well, <laughs> there you go. That's the answer I was looking for. And he right won now. by being thrown through the cage, the cage actually gave way, and he could just nonchalantly drop off the side of the cage to win. Still one of the... That and when Rhino speared Christian through the cage in TNA are still the two coolest finishes to a cage <laughs> match. I mean, and they, I mean, Roman did that against Brock. Uh, Lash did it against Umaga. But like that first time, and that was that old cage. Mm -hmm. That was yeah. that real steel the, cage. Yeah. And one of the coolest things, actually, in that match is where Austin has absolutely beat the living piss out of Vince McMahon. And um, he's, he's, uh, Vince has got the neck collar on, and they're saying, Vince, can you talk? And he said, is this motherfucker still breathing? Then this match is carrying on. And then <laughs> drags him in the match. He's brilliant. Great match. By the way, he, he legit broke his tailbone when he fell. <laughs> he legit like legit. Vince is a menace, bro. On on that rivalries um uh, documentary, uh, Steve talks about when he slams Vince's head into the bar, and Vince actually has to jump back further than than would be natural. Says, and when he saw Vince go through that that table, he's like, he may be dead. He may actually be dead from that. <laughs> and that's his man's boss. <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, number nine. What major debut happened when Stone Cold attacked Mr. McMahon at the hospital? Okay. So Mick Foley, as Mankind, went to that, that uh, hospital room before Austin and he brought the clown woman. So was she Yerkel? Yerkel the clown? 
she debuted. I don't know if that's the one you're actually looking for. That's not the one um, I'm looking for, but shout out to Yurko. Hmm. <laughs> it's it, um it's drawing a blank. Hmm. Can I give you a hint? Go on. I didn't say it had to be real. You didn't say the debut had to be real. Had to be a real person. Okay. Was it Dr. Austin? No, but shout out to Dr. Austin. Yeah, I'll take him here, nurse. You didn't say the person had to be real. I didn't say, I'd say it had to be a, a an actual person. It didn't have to be a debut of a person. So it's a debut of a character. I'm, I'm still drawing a blank. I really am. Yeah. I, if I give you any more hints, you got. I'm gonna give it away. So I can't give you no more hints. That's fine. I'm, I'm happy with my Yerkel memory. That's that's it. Your final answer. Yeah. Mr. Sacco. Oh yeah. Wow. How did I not? I even mentioned Mick Foley as well. How did I that's not get that? Yes, and when I was like, I, I was hoping you'd catch it when I said it didn't have to be an actual person. Yeah. Shout out uh, to Mr. Socko. <laughs> boy, Eden forever off a damn sock puppet. Um, okay, number 10, final question. I, you have you been keeping up with the answers? I haven't been keeping up. No, I haven't. Okay, well, <laughs> I'll go through and go through them. So, okay. Number number one, you got wrong. Number two, you got wrong. Number three, you got right. Number four, you got right. Number five, you got... I, I'm, I'm still going to give it to you. You got right. Number six, you got wrong. Number seven, you got wrong. Number eight, you got right. So we're four. So, okay, you're, you're four out of five. I, need, I need this to draw. You need this to draw. Even with the cheated point. Even with... Hey, because <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Number 10, what moment is often looked at as the beginning of the Austin McMahon feud? Okay. Hmm. I mean, mean, there is... The, the tass and stuff that sticks out when they say you ruined it. Um, then there's the, 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 the day after when he tries to have Austin in a suit. But there were, there were little things that happened before that as well. Hmm. I'm gonna go with, and I, I don't, I, I can't remember the exact day or the exact show it was on, but um, there was uh, a point where Austin had broken his neck. I think it was uh, the the pile driver by Owen Hart, uh, and this was when Austin was just starting to get hot, um, and there was segments where Austin was in the ring, but he was being told that he wasn't allowed. Uh, to wrestle, he stuns JR, then I think he stuns Sarge, 
um, and then there's police in the in the the ring, and Vince stops the police from arresting Austin, mm-hmm. and then. Vince says, "Look, you can't wrestle. We we care about you. Uh, we want you to to be back as soon as possible." And he says, "I appreciate the fact that you care about me, but I also appreciate the fact that hell, you can just go and kiss my ass." And then he stuns Austin and then gets arrested. So I'm gonna go with that. It's probably not the the one you've got, but that's the one that's sticking out in my mind. That is not the one I got because. That didn't start their feud. That was in in their history, but that was an isolated incident because they 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 didn't have any more interaction after that. That was that was so, Vince wasn't so, even, hadn't even Vince hadn't even come out as the owner yet. So you're saying the Tyson stuff? Is that what you're saying? Tyson, Tyson, because that directly led to Vince, the owner, Mister McMahon, mm-hmm. having beef with. Stone Cold and interfering in Stone Cold's life. That was the beginning of the feud. Um, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Uh, and that was a cool moment. And it's like, and I don't know if you understand, but I've always got a little bit of sign language for you. Uh, so here's to you. Flips him the bird and, man, you fucking ruined it. You've ruined everything, Austin. It's great. Duh, it's so go back good. and. Go back and watch that segment. I didn't know this until I watched the uh, it was Untold, I think, or whenever one of the WWE docs about it. Tyson had like tens of thousands of dollars in his pocket, mm-hmm. and like the money flew out of his pants when they started fighting. And you see the analysts trying to grab the money as they're fighting. It's so great. And then the best part about it is. I'm pretty sure Tyson thought some of that was real at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Like Ty- Tyson has grown to become a good actor and has grown to become good at things like this. At that time, I don't know if the, the, my, my boy probably knew, yeah, he's going to do something. But I don't like, look at his face. He's trying to kill Stone Cold. And the cold, this, this, so this is the greatest compliment I could ever give Stone Cold. The great, not the greatest drawn in wrestling history, not the biggest star, not no. The greatest compliment I can give Stone Cold is that for a period in time we believed he could take Mike Tyson with in real life. That's the greatest compliment I can give Stone Cold. <laughs> Wow, think so about it. He sold you that the the baddest man on the planet, and you thought that Stone Cold had a chance. Well, square business. <laughs> let me, square business. Let me give you some backstory into that. So again, the reason I got into wrestling was my grandparents. Right, mm-hmm. my grandfather, God rest his soul, was the biggest boxing fan I've ever known. Like he would, he when I got older, he would call me and say, "Find me some boxing to watch." We bought every pay-per-view, boxing pay-per-view. He was Tyson's biggest fan. So, like, I had bought, they let me buy pay-per-views here and there for WCW, you know, because that's what we mainly watched. I had never bought a WrestleMania. The only reason I got WrestleMania was because my grandpa saw Tyson in Austin, and he was like, oh, Tyson there? We got to get it. And then when he saw Tyson versus Austin, he was like, "I I don't know if Tyson can handle Austin. And I was like... 
they got you. They got you. <laughs> yeah, and uh, even on, again, I'm going to refer back to that the Ravelry's uh, documentary. Definitely go and check it out. It's so good. Um, if they couldn't get Tarzan involved in that, um, then the old Attitude Era would have been a damp squib. He was so pivotal in getting WrestleMania to the masses. I mean, it was it was reported on on proper news channels, not not sports channels, actual news channels saying Matt Tyson's back in the ring, and this time it's in a wrestling ring, and people were buying it just like you you said. Uh, you were uh, you believed it, it it was it could be real, and people were buying it on the news that. Tarson was gonna kill this bald-headed motherfucker. Oh yeah, um, and he, he was he was massive. Too. He just got out of jail too, so like people ain't know if my man was like a legit killer. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh man, and WrestleMania 14 was so fun. Like I can still tell you every match in that card. Yeah. Like it was such a fun show. Even even the bullshit on that card, like uh, Mero and Sable versus Luna and Goldust, was fun. Such a good show. Even like the the backstage stories, uh, I remember watching a, an interview with uh, Undertaker, and he was saying how um, he essentially had to threaten Shawn Michaels that if he didn't do the right thing, if he tried any of his politicking bullshit, he was going to wait for him after the fight. In the in the in the, in the uh, locker room, he after his match, he sat there and wrapped his hands in front of Shawn. Like wrapped his head slow, just and then staring at him. Gorilla dipped it in glass, <laughs> broken oh, no. glass. <laughs> He's not Axel Rodden. We're not going that far. <laughs> this isn't our Deadray Mid South. This isn't Taipei <laughs> Deathmatch type stuff. But I think that's hilarious. That Taker was like, "Yeah, bro, just in case, just yeah. in case." Um, and you will you will you lose your fucking smile, bitch? <laughs> right? You're gonna do this job. <laughs> and it's it's fantastic because legit even Hunter didn't know what he was gonna do. Mm-hmm. Like, and so we just, in the same breath we're talking about Stone Cold and Kefe being so over that we think he can fight legitimately the baddest man that ever walked the earth. But but then in the same breath, Sean is so good that people did thought he might just say, nah, I ain't gonna lose. Yeah. What? I mean, it would have been if if that would have happened, it would have been cool to see Taker just spin his jaw clean. That would have been Taker. That'd have been Mark. Mark walked out that bitch, (laughs) (laughs) beat his ass. BSK, (laughs) (laughs) and you know what? Square business. Hunter wouldn't have done a thing at that point. He would have got it. He would have got it as well. I don't. I don't think you could even have no beef with Hunter there. Hunter had couldn't have, couldn't have made Sean not put over no. Stone Cold there, and sh- and 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 as much as as much as Hunter, I know that I know Click and they rock together, but Hunter loves the business. He'd have understood. Yeah, Sean had to catch that one. Sean yeah, got to catch this L. I mean, he took the 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 bullshit from uh, from the curtain call on the chin. Yeah, he could have. I mean, I know he was the 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 lowest rung uh, in that whole group. Uh, there was no punishing Nash and Hall because they'd gone. Shawn Michaels was the the champion, so he was untouchable. But Hunter could have stood up for himself and said, "Nope, this wasn't on me. I'm not solely to blame." But he took that on the chin. He and that is essentially what started the Attitude Era because that meant Austin won 
King of the Ring ninety ninety six. Yeah. And I love Hunter's I love Hunter's question events. He said his my only question was, can I get out of this eventually? And this was like, yeah, of course. He was like, all right, then well, what have you got to do? Like, so with all y'all saying Hunter didn't earn his spot, nobody else dealt with that. I mean, he indirectly put over the biggest star uh in the past 30 years of wrestling. So Oh man, such good stuff. Like so mm-hmm. fun. I'm, I'm about to hop on a, a change that to one of these days because like this shit is fun. You should definitely do that. You are more than welcome to to jump on a recording. And you guys listening are more than welcome to listen to uh to a change that it's doing really, really well. I'm so proud of the of the numbers, but we always could do with more listeners. So if you're listening to this, go and listen to, to a change attitude. And then go and listen to the outsider's edge because my my guys on there are doing some mm. great work. Yeah, yeah, it's a high show. It's cool. Stop that noise. We we know the numbers. That num that show does business. Hey man, you don't be putting my business out there in front of people, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> don't be putting it out there like that. Um, so with the score of four of uh, five out of five to four out of five, mm-hmm. in I'm the worst in the worst quiz time ever. <laughs> I snuck by Max. Uh, we gotta do this again. Maybe we'll add this. Little, we'll put this in the list and maybe do it once every couple months. Or oh, once every two weeks, maybe. Oh shit! This we on, <laughs> this head trauma has turned into the quiz time show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so look, I had a blast. I love this kind of stuff. Yep. We'll get back to the hard hitting stuff. There I'm uh, I'm working on uh, something that may be very, very big and um serious uh discussion we might be having soon. So look out for that. And I don't like to tease none unless I'm gonna really do it. So that's really gonna happen. So keep your peepers peeping in your eye your your earballs listening that I don't know what earballs is. Tony made that up. Um, but nonetheless, uh, follow me, of course, at It's Ray Cash. That is R E Y as in Mysterio, C A S H as in Dollars. And of course, we're at Chair Shot Media. Mm-hmm. Check us all out. Everything is there. Um, I'm going to throw it to my compatriot, Mr. Mags. So you can follow me uh, at Podfather Mags on Twitter. Uh, I'm involved in plenty of chair shot content, five rounds, uh, changing attitude, and and this uh, this amazing show. And I love every second of it. Uh, but you can also hear me over on Radio Techers, where uh, myself, Ray, uh, Tanner, or Matt, Chris, we've got an amazing team over there. Sa, uh, Benny, who uh, are doing diverse and interesting content. So I'll definitely come and uh, uh, have a look at uh, Radio Techers on YouTube. YouTube, on Twitch, uh, give me a follow on 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 Twitter, and also my boys over at Visionaries Global Media, uh, the OGs, the guys that that give me a platform when no one else would, or no one else actually even knew of what uh, content I was putting out. They were there for from day one, so I'll always rep those boys. So uh, definitely go and check out uh, the content over there as well. And John and Paul and George and Ringo and. Huey and Dewey and Louie and <laughs> you was you was listening off, dog. I mean, you know what I'm oh. saying? And and Rick and Arn and Tunny and Tully and Ollie and 
I, I just know that I'm blessed with great teams and great networks who've supported me uh, through through my journey in podcasting. So uh, if I can show them a bit of love and, and and give back, I'm all I'm all for that. Same here, man. Yeah, we are very very lucky to be surrounded by great people and great crews. And if you are willing to, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com slash the chair shot and support. That this great crew that we have, and again, we're not asking you to donate, man. Like we got great shirts for you. Mm-hmm. Like you'll enjoy the shirts. We have great, great uh, styles. The the soft style shirt, the payload extra, is is fantastic on your skins. And uh, yeah, you there's something I guarantee you, you'll enjoy. Check it out. You know, we're in the world of merch now. Everybody buy merch. We got merch. Go check it out. Um, but with that being said. It's time for us to hit the old dusty trail. Um, it's past Max's bedtime, you know. So <laughs> we appreciate y'all. Um, you got anything else before we get out of here, brother? No, uh, just um, be kind to each other. Uh, uh, this week has shown that uh, wrestling can be cool, uh, no matter what style of wrestling or what company you like, uh, but also. Wrestling fans can be dicks. Stop being dicks with each other. It's just not necessary. With that being said, also I want to add into uh I got a chance to get on to talk about this on the edge. But uh rest in peace to Daphne, man. And her mm-hmm. family. Just so like sad. Yeah. Um we can all be better. Let's be mm-hmm. better. Definitely. Um yeah, tell them what they can do, man. They can always, always, always use your head. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.